stop that. Oh, sorry. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, it's Gator. And, tonight, and his lighter. And his lighter that he won't stop playing with. <laughs> Although I guess it's better than other things he could be playing with. At least I'm wearing pants today. It's true. It's always a good day when Jeff is wearing pants. I had to work. Anyway. So today we're going to essential. <laughs> How in the hell that happened? None of right? us can know. But anyway, so today we're going to be smoking the final selection from the April My Monthly Cigars I'm box. I'm looking forward to this. This is the Macanudo Cafe in the Hyde Park size, also known as Robusto, 5.5 by 49. The wrapper is Connecticut with a Mexican San Andreas binder and a Dominican and Mexican filler. Okay, then. And it is solidly mild. That's what I'm looking forward to. Jeff, I've had... Why did you let me pick the order of the sticks? Well, this is... Okay, so now that now that you've brought that up, I'm going to make a rule right here and now. We're not going to leave the most mild cigar of the box for the very last show of the month. I wanted to finish strong. And the, you, the opposite. You did not for exactly me. the opposite. I like that stick. But here's the thing. We're not going to leave the most mild cigar... For the last show of the month. And the reason for that is I don't want to be put into a trick bag like we are tonight where we are sitting down to record at 8.30 p.m. (laughs) the night before this episode is due. Whose fault is that? And so I've already had two other cigars today. So now we're blowing out out the palate. I'm I'm going to call you on this because you should have kept your palate clean for this cigar. This is not fair to my monthly. I don't think it's nope, fair nope. that you pushed what off you did. the weakest cigar of the box Look what you did. to the end here. I'm looking forward to this stick. I like this stick. I don't even know where this... Oh, there's my stick. I was going to say, and it's dark at oh, midnight out here. Hold on, here. sorry. It's still in the uh, cellophane. What are you doing? There what? Got it. I didn't know how long you'd let me go on, so I just got Anyway. <laughs> You're triggered now. So it's time that we go ahead and uh, prepare to cut the cigar. And, of course, our official cutting is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And I was just over speaking with Dan uh, yesterday. Dan the man. The day before. And Dan is... He's doing good. Um, they're doing the curbside. They're doing the pickup. They're doing the mail order stuff. And we just want to continually reiterate that that you need to, to reach out to Dan for all your cigar needs. I mean, they, they, they're trying their best. They're little brick and mortar. They're, they're struggling to get through all this COVID stuff. And any help you guys can give them by placing an order would be greatly appreciated. I mean, they get... They get orders, you know, mail orders. They get those out, I think, like same day or at the very least the next day. So you're getting really quick turnaround, which is not necessarily the case for the big online guys right now. They're nope. they're getting a lot of business too, and it's one of those things where they're actually posting on their websites that there are shipment delays and everything because um, of their of their business. So you can get your cigars theoretically quicker by just calling up Dan over at Riverman. Do you have the number? Yeah, his phone number is area code 
843-3355. And you can just give Dan over there a call, and they'll be sure to get whatever you need packed up and sent your way. And it's a good way to support a brick and mortar. I mean, maybe your brick and mortar is, is shut down because of COVID, and they're not doing the curbside and everything. And also, maybe you live in an area where you don't even have a brick and mortar around you. Well, this is a good way for you to support a brick and mortar. Let so, Dan be your brick and mortar. And they've got everything from $3 to $100. I mean, they've got a really big, they have like 700 facings. I mean, they have a large selection of sticks that'll meet any budget. And they've got one of my favorites, the 1974 uh, by Manuel Casada. There you go. So Great stick. Nick, yep. Nick actually was kind enough to pick a couple up for me the other day. I was. Yeah, that was. was really nice. So anyway, well, with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut. The cigar. That was impressive. You know, it worked out well. It I'll really that. did. That's the V cutter. Yeah, I, I, I'm still missing my Zycar EXO uh, cutter. Oh no! Don't know where that is. Maybe Iron Man borrowed it back. I mean, I hope not. Nick's Zycar cutter is this like racing red color, and I've pointed out to him that when you hold the light up from your cell phone through it, it looks like. Iron Man. The problem with that is when he does that, he blinds me with the light from his cell phone. So it's not intentional. Kind of just. I mean, I think it is. (laughs) Uh, Maybe. Pretty sure. Maybe it is. is. So maybe it is. We're gonna go ahead and give this guy the the cut there. And I don't know where the ashtray is because heaven forbid, you know, you're like a half a mile away from. Yeah. So I'm just throwing tobacco all over the table. Who cares? So I've got a story. So I'm lighting my cigar tonight. With a different lighter. Okay. Jeff, if you take a look at this, it's it's a vertigo of some sort. Where did you find that? I don't know the model. So, this lighter. Did you steal that? No, I did not. So, he so steals no, lighters from s- cigar lounges. No, I don't. So, <laughs> you, in fact, <laughs> are involved in this story in a roundabout way. Oh. So, I have had in my possession, up until very recently, three vertigo cyclones. You have. And... They're good little lighters. I mean, they're, they are. They're, I mean, t- the Timex of, of lighters, you know, they take a lick it and keep ticking. I mean, these things, I've put this thing through the wash like multiple times. I've said that before. I drove it home keeps working. from shooting on Saturday with one on my hitch haul and it made it <laughs> made it an hour drive so, away. So here's the deal. So I had two of these in my possession because Jeff had stolen one yes. that has been out on his deck patty or his <laughs> deck table here. That is true. And so I had two of these in my possession. Well, I have a friend who has recently gotten into smoking, and she reached out and asked about... I, I had provided her with a li- like a freebie giveaway lighter that I wasn't interested in, and I guess it had run out of butane. And so she wanted to know uh, if it had, you know, do they sell like refill pods or something like that for it? And I'm like, oh, no, I got to explain the butane thing. And so what I did is I'm like, you know, that's a crappy lighter anyway. So I went over and I gave her my other Vertigo Cyclone, leaving me this one. Okay. okay. So you were down to one. So I'm now down to one. It, wait, we let me, okay, let me recap here. We started at three. You stole I one. I have one that's sitting here on the deck for general use. You stole one and I gave one away. So Who now I'm down to one. To? Was it was it Pink Bronco? It was Pink Bronco. Okay. So we I lo- did. We love Pink Bronco. Yes. So so I gave one away, and then I'm down to this one. Well, this one is having issues. It is lighting, like every once in a while, light. And then when it does light, 
like one jet is working properly, the other jet's about halfway, and the third jet, if you look, is, is useless. Barely working. Yep. So I took it over to to Dan at Riverman. Okay. And Cindy, who works over there, they call her the lighter whisperer. Ah. And Cindy showed me a couple of ways to clean that lighter. And we worked with it for quite a while. And it still is not working right. Weird. So, you know, this is the one that's gone through the wash multiple times. This one is... It's seen better days. This one has been beaten up. And so I was thinking, okay, it's time that we just go ahead and just get a new one. So I asked if they had any Vertigo Cyclones in. They don't, but they will, I think, next week. Okay. So... they're, They're in transit. They're in transit. And so I'm like, well, crud. As I'm talking to Cindy about that... Dan overhears and just says, here, just take this one. Now, what I didn't realize is Dan gave me his lighter. So then when he started looking for a lighter to light a cigar, he actually was looking for a lighter to light a cigar. So Dan is the kind of guy that will literally give you his lighter. when, when, Yeah. So what I'm doing now is I'm waiting. I'm waiting for them to get the lighters in stock. So you're holding that one hostage. No. Dan gave, how it comes he, off. Dan gave me this lighter. Now, uh, he he did find another lighter for himself and whatnot. That's fine. Did you make him use matches? What? Nick. He didn't use matches. He found a lighter, thank you. I mean, he owns a tobacco the store. The poor guy the is point- in the back just <sighs> cracking two pieces no, of wood no, together no. trying to light his cigar. So, so the point of this is that... I'm holding this one. I'm, u- I'm, I'm not holding it hostage. I'm just holding it. I'm using it for now. And that when the new Cyclones come in. You'll mail it back to him a piece at a time? I'll go by there and I'll buy a couple of them. And then I will give this one back to him. Okay. Golly. I'm, I'm, trying, to sh- I'm trying to share a nice story of how nice Dan is. No, that's the point. Dan is a sweetheart. And I yeah. can't believe you took the man's lighter. Well, he, he gave it to me. <laughs> You took my lighter, and I didn't give you that. I have no problem with that. <laughs> that doesn't it's bother like, me in the like, least. It's like, you stole my lighter, and it's, I didn't give it to still, you. It's sitting right there. I wouldn't need to go and buy another one if... Uh, I, there's butane there, too, if you need it. I don't I don't need butane. Because yours is out, so we're going to have to refill it. What? That one's out. Oh, my God. So to recap, you stole Dan's lighter, and are holding it hostage. I No. That's kind of what I heard. No. That is not I, not the way this went down. I want Dan the listeners was, to reach Dan out and was, tell me how they heard that story. Dan was generous and provided me the use of a lighter. Dan Dan is the kind of guy that will give you the shirt off his back. Precisely. Or in but this you, case, the lighter off his table. But, you know, exactly. in this case, I have every intention of bringing back fully stocked with butane when I bring it back to him. Okay. That's really a cool lighter, though. It's it's a nice lighter. It's a, it's a vertigo. It's a little bigger than the... Uh, then the cycle. It's, it's got like a see-through what's tank. Nice it's is cool. it's got the the one action. Oh, so you it's like flip you, the lid. Yeah, you just push the button. That's and awesome. Just come, oh my God! Really, is Dan's that lighter? That is karma. Dan's lighter. Broken also, Dan's lighter. Danny broke your lighter. No, his lighter also. Oh my is God! Having some issues, but I can't believe you anyway, broke. Dan's I didn't lighter. break Dan's lighter. Now I am lighting my cigar, which means I totally forgot about your shanked it. Cold retro and retro hail and cold draw and all that so i guess you are the official cold draw of the uh macanudo okay now i've been drinking coffee to cleanse my palate because <laughs> i was smoking my pipe before we started i don't know if coffee cleanses a palate dude 
It was all I had. Dried cherries. I taste dried cherries. Now, really? That's on the cold draw. Let me try the cold retro. Yeah, there's some kind of sweetness there. I'm thinking like a dried cherry. That's okay. what I'm getting. All right. Well. And it's it's more intense on the cold retro. Hmm. Interesting. All right, then. Well, there you go. So that's, I'm doing that solo today. Well. Because you got all wound up. I did. You realized I, you stole I was, Dan's lighter. I was getting ready to light, and then next thing I know, I'm lighting up my <laughs> cigar, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. I guess there goes the opportunity for me to do a cold draw. I, on the other hand, am going to use a lighter that your dad gave me. Oh, the Zippo. I love this thing. That you keep playing with. This cigar pulpit Zippo. Mm-hmm. It is a spiffy Zippo. Mm-hmm. He gave me one for Christmas. And when we were out in Indianapolis to uh, do the second stop on the Nick and Gator Traveling Freak Show and Cigar Evangelical Revival, he presented you with yours. So That was super nice. Two of, of those in existence. That's really cool. When people see it in that picture that you took. I know. They're going to want one. Well, you know, it's just the way it is. Time it's to get them in the swag store. Had to blow on the end. Helps it. Yeah. It'll click in a second. Wait a minute. You'll be all me. <laughs> God damn it, Jeff. That's what I get for answering a message at the same time that he's like doing a sexual double entendre. Well, no, no. You were saying the other day, you were pointing out how you have to blow on the end of the cigar. And that actually wasn't a sexual double entendre. No, that wasn't. It was the point that, it I, helps to spread that I made the, fun of you when it, you brought it up and now I'm doing it. It helps to spread the heat so that you get a more even burn. Thank you, Mr. Science. Hmm. <laughs> Science. <laughs> so, first initial thoughts on the uh, Macanudo Cafe. This is just a pleasant, delightful cigar. It's really light. I'll say that. I'll say this. After we smoke this, we should go to Denny's and have breakfast. Because <laughs> it's a cafe? It is. There's no Denny's open. That's true. That's Maybe for curbside, but not this late. That's the thing I've noticed. A lot of these restaurants are shutting down like a lot earlier now. Well, they've had so to consolidate out. So if you so. don't want to get dinner, if you don't want to have dinner until like 8 o'clock, you're boned. It, so how does that work? Like, um, say Denny's or other places. I think actually Steak and Shake, which I don't know if that's a nationwide chain or not, but it's here in St. <coughs> Louis. And they have an all-you-can-eat pancake thing. So how does that work? Do you, you just, just keep driving the, back? Sit in the parking lot. You just sit in the parking lot, and they just keep bringing you know styrofoam containers of pancakes <laughs> up to the window. <laughs> I don't know. That well, would be awesome. I would assume they've probably suspended the all-you-can-eat pancakes during COVID. <sighs> One more casualty. I know, right? Yep. I did attempt to retrohale. There's a small bit of pepper, just a light little bit of pepper on the retrohale. Ooh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. This is, I mean, this is a delightful cigar. That's why I saved this to the end. I just didn't know. And I know. It. Yeah. Yeah. But I know it's you're uh, not big on the mild cigars like this, but I'm enjoying this cigar. This is refreshing. Well, my problem, I haven't had, what have I had today? Um, prior to this, I had a, well, that's right. I had the Cohiba Connecticut, and then I had a uh, Fonseca um, Little Robusto. I had so, a uh, Brickhouse. So both fairly lighter cigars. Yeah. And I also had a... Uh, what was the oh, um, oh a Perdomo uh, Factory Four? You mean Factory Tour? Yes, because <laughs> Jeff can't read the font on. It that was band. a year. It was a year before I realized you it was Factory Tour. I was a, and you still are calling it Factory Four. Oh, it's stuck in my head. Oh, that's funny. The Factory Four blend. Yeah. Look at the band. It looks like four. 
I mean, you know. The fancy letters. It's a, it's, a, it's a font choice there, Jeff. It was. Yeah. No, I mean, this isn't a bad cigar. It's, it's like I said, it's light. And in terms of flavor notes off of just, you know, smoking it, I'm not really getting a whole lot. I got a little hint of pepper off the retrohale, but, but off the actual cigar, it's just kind of a nice light smoke. Yeah. Well, you want to get into some cigar news? By God, I was just going to ask you for that. All right. Well, we got a couple of stories here. The first one up is uh, the deadline for cigar companies to submit substantial equivalence forms has officially been pushed back to September 9th of 2020. How about to never? Well, Judge Paul Grimm of the U.S. District Court for the District of Maryland issued an order forcing the FDA to delay the deadline from May 12th of 2020. So this is all because of COVID, basically. Oh, the BS. The FDA didn't that, have a well, clue and what they were doing. Now and they still don't. There is that, too. I mean, they're all saying it's because of COVID, but realistically, the FDA still, to this minute, has no idea about how they're going to actually do this substantial equivalence for premium cigars. Because it's idiotic. And everything else. What moron came well, up with this idea? Here's the thing. It makes sense for cigarettes because they're machine made. Yeah. So one cigarette should theoretically be the exact same as the one next to it in the pack. And so on and so on and so but on. But these are handmade products. Precisely. For the love of God. And, you know, it's, it's they have ingredients. God damn it. Nikki, tired. Sorry. (laughs) And they have different blends. I mean, you know, they have essentially recipes. It's, it's, to compare cigars to cigarettes is just not fair, whereas it's probably a better comparison to compare it to wine. Yeah. But anyway, so that's, that's that bit of news. Also in cigar news, Glenn Loop, the longtime executive director and face of Cigar Rights of America will step down on November 4th, 2020 from his position. Loop joined the CRA um, as the first executive director in December of 2008, right after the uh, organization was founded. Unlike the other two cigar trade groups, the Cigar Association of America and Premium Cigar Association, the CRA is um, more of a consumer-oriented group, kind of like, well, for lack of a better comparison, like the NRA. And they, the CRA, my cold dead hands. The CRA boasts that they have tens of thousands of members that are uh, lobbying uh, government to support premium cigars. And so far, the organization has lobbied in 350 organi- uh, congressional offices and 16 different states last year. How do I get a job lobbying for cigars? I mean, if anybody's listening, they can hook me up. Maybe I want have that. some prior experience as a lobbyist. I'm a journalist. I mean, I can fake my way through it. And I like cigars, so there's yeah, there's two you, of the pillars. You got to know the government process really. I'm gonna well. need a third pole for my stool, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> now this last story, I'm not gonna lie. This last story, I figure you and I might spend a little time on because this is fascinating. I stuff. have a news piece too. <clears throat> what? I have a bit of news to share, but I'll let you do yours first. So let's get into it. Oh, okay. I just you know I don't want to let the moment go by. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, there are researchers studying COVID-19 over in Paris. Okay, we have the same piece of news. <laughs> in, in the public hospital network. And they have found evidence that smokers could be better protected from the virus than other people. So, let me ask you this, Nick. Okay. Who was the first person you had you heard say that? Well, I know you've joked about it. 
Uh, did I joke? I know. I don't know. Now you're saying you didn't. But did I, I joke? You know, Let's, you, we have we, tape of this. True. And I know Nick Gervais from My Monthly Cigars, and I talked about it. So, you know, I mean. I have said for. Amongst the, we, we have, you know. But yes, you I've have been saying for, for a while. I've six weeks now that you've I been, don't know you've a cigar smoker with COVID. Because it's true. So, okay. Researchers from several institutions saw that of the 11,000 or so patients hospitalized in the Paris public hospitals for COVID-19 at the start of April, only 8.5% 8, 8. were smokers compared to 25.4% of the general population that are smokers. That's a sizable difference. Now, then they looked closer at the 482 patients at the hospital. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce that hospital's name in Paris that tested positive for COVID. And they found a similar phenomenon where the 343 hospitalized for serious complications had a smoking rate of 4.4% and 5.3% of the 139 who were sent home with less serious symptoms smoked. Hmm. So, upon further investigation, accounting for age and sex, the researchers found that the small number of smokers appeared to have some kind of protection against the virus. Now, these findings are apparently in line with a study on COVID-19 that was done in China that was published at the end of March in the New, New England Journal of Medicine that found that 12.6% of 1,099 people that were studied who tested positive for COVID were smokers and that the smoking rate is in China is around 28%. It's what, 12.6 uh, were tested and had it, and but the, but the average population is 28%. So it's give or take about 50%. What they're saying is that although the chemistry of tobacco smoke is complex, the data is consistent with the hypothesis that its protective role takes place through, and I'm quoting here, direct action on various types of nicotine receptors expressed in neurons, immune cells, cardiac tissue, lungs, and blood vessels. Which apparently, in other words, means that nicotine could block the virus from entering the body through the neurons in the olfactory system or through lung cells. So it's through your nose. I've been saying I, you've heard me say that, haven't you? The retro hail kills the corona. Yes. The researchers are looking to organize a clinical study using nicotine patches pending approval from French health authorities. The study would have three aims. First, to see if nicotine prevents infection in healthcare workers. Second, to see how it works therapeutically and to lower symptoms in hospitalized patients. And third, to see its effect on patients in intensive care. Wow. And and again, we're not medical professionals, mm -mm. but mm -mm. these numbers are very interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling somebody to go out today and start smoking to prevent COVID, but well, those numbers are these telling. Are, these are French medical professionals that notice this and are actually like actively working to study this. So I kind of think that that adds some legitimacy to the idea. So yeah. So folks, your cigars... Could be helping you stave could, off COVID. Could be. Could be. Could be. Could allegedly. Be. Allegedly. Saving possibly. Your life. Yes. Saving your life from COVID. But seriously, I've brought this up on the show before. Mm hmm. And, you know, even did the whole disclaimer I'm not a medical professional. I this remember. is not medical advice. And what we're saying right now isn't either. But it's very interesting because I don't know one of our friends or anyone from any of our uh, lounges that we go to that's been diagnosed. 
Well, now in all fairness, you? you're also not touching base with all of them on a regular basis right now. Friends either. with a lot of them on Instagram and Facebook. I'm just saying, you know, you're there's there's a number of them that you well, haven't touched base with. How so, about I mean, this? We Why, don't know. Let's let's ask the audience. Let's poll the audience. Do you guys know anybody that's a cigar smoker that has come down with COVID? Well, I think that's go. a fair question to ask. I think so. So you can definitely reach out to us, uh, Nick at uh, cigarpulpit dot com. Yeah, and let us know because hey, you know what? There may be nothing to it. Then again. Maybe there is. Maybe there is. So, you had the same story I had. Well, I thought you know. I, I thought I had a new scoop there. No, I was just going to gloat because I'd brought it up. In before. all fairness, I sent you that link earlier today and told you to read up on it before <laughs> the show, it. <laughs> and you decided to read up on it about three seconds before I hit record. So, and I was all excited that I had that, and you mm-hmm. didn't. What did you think I wasn't going to bring that up? I didn't realize. Why would you think I wouldn't bring that Ow, up? I just got bit by a mosquito. First one of the year. Oh, God. Yep, they're out. I knew I should have bought some off while I was at the store today. Yeah. Damn it. They even You'd had think the, the cigar smoke would run them off, they too. They had the big display up and everything, and I didn't do it. Oh, man. First mosquito of the year. That sucks. That does suck. That sucks pretty bad. Yeah. So. I'm not a big fan of mosquitoes. I hate mosquitoes. But they love me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's weird that I got bit because I never get bit by mosquitoes. It's not a thing, but they sure love your blood type. You sure it was a mosquito then? Yeah, it might have been a you know, brown recluse. I don't know. Baboon. Well, there's no baboon <laughs> on the deck, but there could be a spider. I mean, you don't know that. There could I be a baboon. This deck is really dark. Dude, there could totally be a baboon right dude, over there. I grew up in a house with brown recluses as a kid. Like when I was when I was in like junior high. I would have to check my bed sheets before I got into bed to make sure there weren't any in it. Well, that's just disturbing. Oh, oh, trust me. That's just all kinds of disturbing. Yeah, and you know how sometimes you'll feel like the hair on your leg move a little bit? Yeah. And it, it'd freak me out every time because I just knew they were crawling on me and going to bite me. Mm. Well, that's messed up. Now I'm I know. sufficiently freaked out, so... Well, you've, anyway. you've heard about, they have the, you know, they got studies for everything, but you've heard about the thing about how many spiders you swallow over the course of a night. Mm. Is that real though? I heard it was what, like nine a year or something yeah. like that, that we swallow every yeah. night. I, I don't, I don't know if that's actually true or if that's just an old wives tale. Yeah. They crawl in there trying to lay their eggs. Sometimes they succeed. Ah. Uh. Yeah. There's something to think about. <laughs> Oh, my it's, gosh. It would be like that. Uh, it, Nick was watching Pimple Popping the other day and well, was just it, fascinated. I was. I don't. It's it's so disgusting. And I don't know why I was fascinated, but it, it was such a train wreck. But, like, some of these things were just foul. Oh, yeah. And he kept and I, showing them to me. And that was the fun part was I thought you were big into the Pimple Popping videos. Only my own. Oh, see, I thought you liked watching those. No. That's why I was showing them to you. Never. And then you started reacting with, like, utter disgust, and I'm, that's when I really no. wanted to show you more. So, to circle back to what I was talking about, just imagine if you had to pop one of those and just spiders came, the babies came running out of it. That's when I pass out. Now you got something. That's when I just straight up pass out. <laughs> that would be your worst nightmare come true, wouldn't it? Uh, one of them. I didn't consider it. How many nightmares it. do you have? Obviously a lot. I wake up screaming in the middle of the night randomly. Yeah, that happened to you again the other day. I talked about that on the I know. show. It's, I, yeah. I think you should maybe go talk to somebody. Eh. I'm a little worried about you. There's lots of reasons I should probably go talk to somebody. That's probably fairly <laughs> low down on the list. <laughs> My time has passed. They can't do anything for me, but you, you, you could still get help. 
Yeah, ish, 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 ish. So, so I still think that this guy in the top hat that you keep seeing is—it's an alien abduction. They're just coming back to collect the data from the chip that they've got implanted in you. Well, they're not getting a whole lot of data right now because all I've been doing is hanging out in my garage and smoking. True. It's been fairly boring. True. They made that long journey from Vega to here just for that. Just they're like, ah, dang it, COVID. Yeah, <laughs> COVID, <laughs> COVID and cigars. COVID and cigars. Yep. Uh, which you and I will have plenty more time to sit and lounge in Illinois. Oh, thank you, Illinois, for locking us down for another month. Earlier today, our governor announced that we're locked down literally through the end of May. So... That, hey, was, that was pleasant. The that one was, good thing good. is there will be lots of buildings and property to buy cheap in southern Illinois because everything is going to close. I I just, I, I don't want to get into it because I just, I'm so, I'm still gathering all my thoughts and opinions, but I'm just so pissed. I'm so beyond incredibly pissed. Yeah. And, and, and when I've, you look at the total numbers in Illinois, I think mm-hmm. all but 2,700 cases are in Chicago. There's 102 counties in this state, and yet all but 27 cases are are in Chicago. And all the deaths... What's well, more have, than 27 cases? 2,700. Oh, sorry. Okay. And of the of the deaths, those deaths, they've been old folks' homes. Yeah. Which, look, I get which it, and I feel so bad for those people, but... I know two right now that but, are being ravaged by it. But that's the thing. Those are the kind of facilities that, yes, are going to be vulnerable. But well, and you know my just, concern there because I know my, your your dad. I don't I don't talk about this a lot on the show, but my dad is in the nursing home. My dad is suffering from vascular dementia. I I don't wish this on my worst enemy, but you know that that's a situation where I understand why those facilities are locked down, and I understand I why totally those medical it. professionals would want to distance themselves from the rest of the public. I don't understand why. The thing I don't get is why you. You can't go to church. You can't even pull in and do a drive-in church service. They they shut those down. But you Restaurants can s- can't open up to be able to have 50 people sitting in there eating at any given time. But yet I was just at the Walmart earlier tonight, and there was a lady standing outside the door with an iPad, and she's like pressing a button when you walk out. And I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, oh, I'm, I'm tracking people entering and leaving because we have the, the cap on how many people. And I said, oh, okay, so what's the cap on, on capacity for this Walmart? 750. In so, southern Illinois, that's, that's a whole town. I was going to say, they're allowing 750 people into that Walmart, but yet, you're right, you can't go to church and you're not allowed to go to, uh, you can't go to a restaurant. Nope. They're at least apparently going to reopen the state parks or some of them. Well, okay, here's my problem with that. That, by doing that, that's great, except for the fact that people have been using the state parks already. Oh, I've, I know people that have gone fishing. That's my point. The state parks have been used and, oh, and, and for all intents and purposes open. You know, when I drove by one entrance while going down to your farm yeah. um, the other week, and they had like a barricade in the road, but yet the gate that blocks the road behind it was wide open yeah so if they wanted to prevent people from getting in shut the damn gate putting up a barricade in the middle of the road is nothing because you know what you can do drive right around it yep so and as you and i both know people are doing people are doing it yeah so opening up the state parks that means diddly dick to me well in the park that you're referring to there it's pyramid uh, state park here in illinois it's nineteen thousand acres 
And if you can't social distance there, I don't know where you can. Golf courses. I don't know if golf. I don't know how this new uh, order applies to them. I don't see why golf courses should be shut. But I can go stand in line at the marijuana facility. Yeah, right. I, know I grind on that a lot, but I know it's not essential. But it's bringing in I'm tax just, money. I'm starting. There, there's just so much politics in play with this, mm-hmm. and I'm really starting to. I, I, I. I haven't been comfortable with this this whole time, but I'm really questioning things now. Yeah. What's the whole thing about giving up uh, a little bit of liberty for security? It's it's a slippery slope yeah, is what you, it is. You end up with none of either. Yep. Yeah. So, anyway. There's a quote there that I just butchered, but, you know, people got the point. There's my, there's my COVID rant for the day. Well, and I put a thing up on Facebook and took a little bit of heat for this, but... <sighs> I, In some situations, I think we may need to be a little more Vulcan about this. And I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show yet. So, okay. But, you know, what what was the country that you told me today has pretty much... uh, Sweden. They've they've got their herd. Sweden decided that rather than to shut everything down and shelter in place, that they would go for herd immunity. And they're going to achieve it next week. And their economy hasn't taken a hit because all the businesses have been allowed to stay open. Everybody Basically, they told people, hey, if you're immune deficient... Or if you're old, stay in. Otherwise, live your life. Yeah. You keep making me yawn. I know. I'm doing making it too. everyone in the audience yawn. You know, yawning's uh, an empathetic act. I know. Have I ever talked about you this? You have talked about that. That if you on yawn, here, I don't think you have. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's if if you are around someone and you yawn and they don't return the yawn, they don't have any empathy. They're a narcissist. So avoid those people. Or maybe they're just not tired. Well, but but that's the thing. When you, when someone causes you to yawn, you're being empathetic to them. I see. And if you have no empathy, you don't care if they yawn. You, you're, you're essentially Dexter. <laughs> Which means you're pretty cool until the end. Yeah, right up until you get on that boat. And gotcha. Go charging out into the ocean. And you're, you know. For no apparent reason. And then you're a lumberjack or something. Yeah, how did that, like... I don't know. It's I never the, watched the it. The I just worst. I'm aware of it, but you, I never watched did it. Did you really not? Because nah, it's the I'd worst ending. Never and watched it. It was on about the same time as Breaking Bad, and Breaking Bad it was had on this the exact same time, and not like the same night, but it was right around the exact same yeah. time as Breaking Bad's finale. And yeah. Dexter is so good for so long, and then just just peters out. I mean, it was just horrible to watch. I, I've told people that have said, "Should I watch Dexter?" And I tell them, "Watch it up to the last episode, and then just stop." Just let it go. Yeah, because it sucked. <laughs> That's a shame, too. Man, it was so good. I keep thinking maybe at some point they'll do a movie and actually try to fix that debacle. I mean, no. It's, they got the whole Alaska you know, thing they can go into with him lumberjacking or whatever. It's just so stupid. It's it's dumb. So that Nobody. That whole team of writers they had that did so good for so long, nobody could figure out a way to make it end... Like, that would have been good I'm in not, any way at all. Again, I'm aware of how it ended. I never watched the show, so <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. you know, no. Did you never watch Dexter or never watch the last episode? I never watched the show. Are you serious? I didn't have, what was it, Showtime? Dude, it's good. You know, it actually was on network TV for a couple of years. For a year a year or two. Yeah, I think you told me that. And was it CBS? I don't know. Well, here, let's look it up. I, I don't care. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he says, let's look it up, and then I notice he's not even remotely okay, reaching fine. for his phone. Oh, mine's, I still have my light on. Hold on. Had my light on for Nick earlier so he could take pictures of the cigar and forgot it was on. 
How did you forget that? I mean, there was a glowing light underneath <laughs> the table. Yeah, it was sitting face down on the table, and I don't know what I was thinking. Anyway. Let me just look here real quick. Dexter. Sorry to anyone in the audience that's having to suffer through this. <laughs> on the plus side, it is a gorgeous evening in southern Illinois. Oh, it's beautiful out. Maybe about eh, 55 or so. 55 to 60. But it's just a nice night. Okay, so... That's been the nice thing. The The weather has started turning, making yes. it more tolerable to sit outside. It was on... Let's see here. You know, and here's the thing about this COVID thing, going back to that for a minute. You know, the governor, he's shutting, he's keeping us shut uh, shut down through through May 30. Dude, St. Louis is going to open up here soon. Oh, and we're right here. Yeah. So unless they put National Guard on the bridge and ban people from going over, that's what's going to happen. I mean, now, I I don't know if the ca- St. Louis County is going to open up the same time as the rest of the state. I know Missouri was talking about like a phase, you know, thing, and you know all those fools running the government over there are going to be locally are going to be uh extra cautious and everything yeah. too but you know i i just i would hope that uh i don't know i just it's just i don't know anyway i don't want to get into that why not i just don't want to get into it everybody's sick and tired i can't find a single person on earth that actually wants to talk about covid but yet that's the one <clears> thing everybody <throat> is talking about it's the elephant in the room and i'm just sick of it okay so Dexter was on Showtime and CBS, although I'm having a very hard time figuring out what years. It uh, started in 2006 and ended in 2013. All right, then. But I can't uh, I can't find anything that tells me what years it was on CBS, but it actually was on broadcast television for at least, at least one year. So there you go. There you go. There you go. What are you getting on the cigar? I like it. I'm getting a little bit of pepper now. I don't know if you are. Not really. Yeah, I'm about halfway. Um, I'm maybe not quite halfway. I mean, there's maybe a little, 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 little bit um, on the retro. I still get that little bit of pepper, but... Let me try a retro. The actual cigar itself, I, I don't really get... get. I mean, it's it's a very Dude, mild Dude, there's smoke. more than a little pepper on that retro. <laughs> yeah. It's got a little little kick to it. It's, For being a, a mild cigar, it's got some kick there on the retro. It's a very mild smoke. But... Man, it's smoking good. It's got a good burn line. Look how even that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I mean, as far as construction, this is just a thing of beauty. Yeah, it's a it's a good cigar. And, you know, these are one of the, I, I've talked about this a couple other times, but this is one of those cigars that I kind of bypass in the humidor. Macanudo. Yeah. yeah. And, and I don't know why. I don't know. Same as like Monte Cristo. Exactly. It's and I like, of, I like both of them. Yeah. Because we did the first one in the box was what the Monte Cristo White Series. Although I'm going to be honest, to everybody here for a moment. So Uh-oh. on uh, Wednesday, I think it was Wednesday, I put up a picture on my Instagram saying that I was heading to my printer and I was lighting up a Monte Cristo. And um, was it a White Series or what? No, you have? I don't remember what. Oh, it was a Monte. Oh, okay. And um, I'm heading down the road, so I made it about ten minutes up the road, and. That thing was so plugged up, I had to chuck it out the window and just pick something else out of the travel oh, unit door and and yeah, that kills that. me when I have to do that. So I'm trying to remember what it was that I actually circled back on. Um, oh, that was a Oliva Siri V Maduro. I had a Siri V the other day. I actually posted on my Instagram. Boy, you know what? I had an Oliva Siri V. Um, is it Siri or Series V? It's Siri. There's no S at the end of it. Oh, I put an S on my post. Yeah, there's, if you look at the band, it's 
it's I thought it said Series V. There's no S at the end. You know me, I have have trouble reading things. Yeah, there's no S. Tiny print. But anyway, I had one of those the last week, last weekend maybe, and man, it smoked great. Just smoked wonderful. So I ended up buying a couple more just because it was just such a nice experience and I've been happy with it so far. I mean, it's a good smoke. That's one of those ones that I really like, but for some reason I always forget about. The one I had on Wednesday, um, this past Wednesday, was a really nice box press. It was a long cigar. Mm. Mine was a round. Yeah, it was a box, and it was really good. Well, there you go. So how do I go into Instagram and edit the S out of that, or can can you edit on Instagram? (laughs) Yes, you can edit on Instagram. You're going to have to show me. I can't. I I have trouble. Yes, you do have trouble. I can relatively run circles around people on Facebook, but I don't know what I'm doing on Instagram. And Instagram is so much easier. Yeah, but it's... It really is. You know me. You know how my brain works. You've known me long enough that there's... I just... I would have thought it would have been a platform you would have really enjoyed with the sharing of the photos and everything else. And the girls in bikinis. Well, I mean, that's just your algorithm giving you what you want, so... How does it know me so well? (laughs) (laughs) You've seen my search. I've seen your search. Yeah. And it's... Yeah, it's just... It's bizarre. Nothing but Instagram models at this point, but yeah. It, well, and and one or two guys smoking a cigar, and then women with fish. <laughs> Do you get that? Because what is that? What is it with girls in the tiniest bikinis on the earth holding up big giant fish? I don't know. Uh, Do those it, pop up on yours? No, but maybe they think that you know you're outdoorsy, so you might be into that. Maybe. I mean, I mean, I am. We have but talked about fishing and whatnot around your phone. Maybe it just kind of like that's m- true because these phones are always listening. Exactly. Well, and you know, speaking of the COVID, I mean, that's something that they've been talking about doing is is using your phone to track you and be able to see your movements and everything. So, yep. I'm not a fan of that idea. I'm not a fan of that at all because I don't. It, it, there's too much government overreach the way it is. We oh, don't yeah. need more. Well. They're tracking, and, and don't fool yourself. They're tracking you anyway. I mean, I'm sure, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, the traffic jam thing. You know, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. We've talked about it. I don't I'm know if we've talked sure. about it on the cast. I'm sure. You sure? I don't know. I thought we did. Well, anyway. We've done like 60 plus of these. What are we up to, 70 already? This is, this is episode 70. It's going to be listed, though. I don't know what number it's going to be listed as because we had that bonus episode with you last week or on Tuesday. I mean, and um, that got a lot of play. <laughs> you just jacking around <laughs> on the microphone. It was just me killing time while you were going to the bathroom. Yeah, but um, no. And so, Addie jumped in too. She was having a good time. So this guy, he he tested on the Google Maps how it shows traffic jams. So he put a whole bunch of active cell phones in a duffel bag, took it to an area on a road that had like no traffic set the duffel bag down, and sure enough, Google Maps showed that there was a big traffic jam there because the way they show traffic jams on those maps is by pinging cell phones. I'm not going to lie. That makes me want to just turn my phone off when I'm driving, which probably isn't the worst idea. No, especially how much you talk on the phone while you're driving. No, I just pulled up my search on Instagram to show Nick. And there's a woman in an itty-bitty bikini and a couple of very large fish. Yeah, what? Why is that even a thing? I don't know, but it is a thing. Yeah, I just haven't figured out the Instagrams. Oh, I can explain it to you. It's really easy. These Instagram models, they want attention. So they find a niche. And whether that niche be fishing, 
cigars. There's another one. Or whatever it is. She's not a bikini, but... They find a niche that has a larger audience that is primarily male. And then they go in there, and they do all these really nice pictures where they're looking all pretty in their bikinis, and they're, like I said, they're either fishing or smoking or, you know, playing golf or shooting or something like that. And the guys go crazy for it, and then they get tens and tens and tens of thousands of uh, followers. Look, one more example. Yeah, you do have an awful I lot do. of them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because I've been taking Addy fishing. Maybe the phone's been hearing that. Possibly. I mean, who knows at this point? But you I'm know. telling you, I I think I you know I think it's smart, for lack of a better term, marketing for these Instagram models because. They find a niche where the audience is primarily male. They know that they can go in, look good, and do that activity. And the men are going to be interested because, hey, it's a pretty girl. And she's fishing, smoking, shooting, something like that. So Number four. That'll be the last one. Anyway. But it's, yeah, it's like it's weird. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here's the deal. Let me ask you this. And, and that's go- where, ultimately, at some point, they're going to have to know what they're talking about. In order to be relevant, or they're just going to fade away. Yeah. And and the example I always come back to is Delicia, the cigar vixen. Yep. Who we would love to have on the show, by the way, Delicia. She, Call us. you know, had a modeling, you know, she was into modeling and whatnot early on. She did some, some of the, you know, kind of bikini stuff and everything early on. But she has transitioned herself very, very well to where now she's just a cigar aficionado and an expert and people are looking for her to her for her expertise and not necessarily, you know, the newest bikini calendar. Yeah. But so, I think she's still doing those. Ah, uh, maybe. I thought I she did know. one last year. She might be, but like, but it's not the primary thing anymore. Precisely. But yeah. there are some people that I could name and they're very nice. So I'm not going to like completely like shit on them, but they, they, they're a one trick pony. All it is is, hey, look at me. I'm in a bikini, and hey, I've got a cigar. Or in your case, a giant fish. But (laughs) whatever reason. But the point is, that's their shtick. And at some point, unless they have a knowledge about that subject to back them up to where they can transition and become an expert in their field, they're just going to fade away. Well, and you're right. Delicia is a a cigar expert. And I I really believe that because I've listened to her. Um, I've watched some of her YouTube videos and things. Oh, yeah. And she knows her stuff. Her humidor. She's got her own line of coffee out and everything yeah. now. I mean, no. The her humidor is impressive. It is. It Oh, trust. Yes, yeah. it is. I am that, jelly of that, that humidor. That uh, humidor tour video of hers, I mean, that was, a, that was a very interesting look into her humidor. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and the thing is, she does know her stuff because... Any any stick that she picked up in that humidor, yeah, she could she tell you all about right it. about it right away. Yes, like she knew what she had. I, you know, I'll be honest. There's a car alarm in the distance. There is. <laughs> <laughs> there, somebody got it off, or they died. You know the sad part is with car alarms. <laughs> there it is. There it is again. You know the sad part about car alarms? People tune them out. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're sitting here making fun of it. Somebody could be <laughs> somebody like stealing somebody, that car. Somebody could be pounding on the panic button on their little key fob right now, trying to desperately get help as somebody's like trying to bash in their windshield and kill them. I haven't heard a scream yet, though. That's true. But we do have headphones on. I was gonna say it's in God's hands. Now. Mm-hmm. It's like a wildlife call in the city. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like out in the country, you hear the little owl going and everything. In the city, you hear the car alarm. Yep. Anyway, a lot of, a lot of truth to that. I'm telling you. But yeah, back to Delicia. 
I mean, she just, uh, you know, she was talking about how long she's been aging certain cigars. Like, she, in her in her mind, she has all of her cigars cataloged and can tell you anything about any one of them. Yep. And I can't do that. No, I can't I don't can't have that do kind that. of knowledge. Dude, I, I, I kind of, sort of, maybe know what I've got. You're much in, further along than I am. In my stuff. In but, like, yeah. here's the thing. I kind of generally know, like, okay... I don't have any more of these. I maybe have one of those, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But I can't tell you any specifics about them. Yeah. Unless it's something that I'm really knowledgeable about. Like, I'm trying to think. I think I'm down to, like, three of my Champagne Super Toros from Perdomo. I mean, I could tell you about that cigar. That's battle conditions right there. like, you know, yeah. some of the sticks that I've got in my Tupper Doors and my Humidors, I have no idea about any of them. Yeah. I'd have to look at the band to be able to tell you anything about it. Yeah. So and and luckily there are sites that we can go look that kind of information up on. Oh yeah, but she's stored it all away, all in her mind. Yeah, so. yeah. And you got to give her credit, man. She is good at marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and but she can back it up. And that's exactly it. And that's what I'm saying about these Instagram models that are populating your little search feed there with their fish or cigars or whatever else is that you know they're going to have to be able to back it up or at some point beauty fades and. They move on with life. Yeah, I mean, look at me. <laughs> You've seen pictures of me when I was younger. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I, God. I was working it. I will never say you were working it. <laughs> never, but, ever, But I ever. looked better then than I do now. Well, I mean. You'll admit that all day. In a purely heterosexual way, yes, I will admit that. Was it purely? It was purely. <laughs> Very purely. <laughs> Nothing moved. It was pure, oh, pure, pure. I don't want to know if it moved. <laughs> For the love of God, man. <laughs> Nick, I keep telling you, we're just friends. Oh, my gosh. So how's your stick? It's burning good. I'm, I've gotten to the point that I did have to remove the band. The uh, I'm a hair... I think, actually, you're further along than I am tonight. That's weird. Really? Yeah. How'd that happen? I don't know. That never happens. I mean, I'd be able to tell if I could see you, but... Yeah, I'm usually a half inch deck, further along than the stick. The light on the, on the stick, deck is off, and it's I got more cigar left. Dark. Um... Eh, you're maybe just a hair. Yeah, I'm about a quarter just a inch a hair yeah. bigger than I am there. Yeah, the you cigar. got that on the right. cigar. <laughs> anyway, never gets old. Car. So we had some mail call. We did. Why don't you go ahead and do yours? I will do mine, and I will bring up mine. I have four percent battery left. Let's see if I can pull this off. I hope you can. Yeah, I do too. With the uh, mail call, I actually had somebody reach out on the naked gator page on instagram did you actually manage to figure out how to open up your messages yeah i finally did (laughs) are there a lot of questions there yeah there were there were some yeah there were there were people that had been talking to me that i didn't know oh my god i don't know instagram but anyway this is from my or or, i'm sorry this is my cigar account that's the name i like that and uh, apparently his name is trent at uh, this is my cigar account Hey, Gator, I'm a big fan of the show. I listened to Friday's episode. That'd be last Friday's. Okay. Um, earlier today, I heard your Anchorman reference when you were uh, talking with Nick about your upcoming Martinez blends, and I just thought that I would let you in on something in regards to uh, what you said, because I made the reference about, you know, I wanted the cigar box to smell of rich mahogany. Okay. So, he says, I just want to let you in on... Uh, some thoughts here. He said, Spanish cedar is actually not cedar, which I knew that. And it is a type of mahogany. So technically, all cigars are typically in boxes of 
maybe not rich mahogany, but mahogany nonetheless. Um, I hope this helps. So maybe you can throw that little fact out on Nick sometime, which I just did. He said, stay safe and smoky, our friend Trent. Well, there you go. Yeah. And, yeah, I actually knew that. Um, we've had we've talked about that before with some cigar lounge owners and whatnot. That's not something that Probably I don't think we've... Probably squirrel at some point. It, was, I, it might have yeah. been squirrel. Yeah, it was squirrel. We talked about it on the yeah. episode. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, that is true. Well, there you go. So we have a couple of other ones. Um, I'm pulling these from the ratings and reviews on Apple Podcast here. And so Owen 627 he uh, left a comment. He said that he has an hour commute. The Cigar Pulpit is now established into my rotation. I really enjoy the down-to-earth approach of the podcast. The episode with Nick Perdomo was awesome. Looking forward to the follow-up. If you are looking for a podcast that reaches the deepest recesses of your flavor palette to extract flavors such as Chinese pea pods or the white powder from the gum on Topps <laughs> baseball cards, this is not the podcast for you. All joking aside, it's an average guy, a uh, couple of average guys smoking on the back porch talking about sticks in life. Keep up the great work. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Nice. And then the other one is from Laz12. Nick and Gator have a good rapport and fun delivery. I wrongly assumed that the talk would be above my head, but to my surprise, I think this podcast will be a good resource for a certain cigar novice like myself. Well, thank and you. And we are not talking above anyone's head. No, no. <laughs> and see, and that's the thing. And that's one thing I, I want to point out is that, you know, when we started this thing, I mean, we said in the beginning that we're not experts. And I will contend now 70 plus episodes, whatever it is at this point, into this. We're not experts. No, nope, you know? still we, not. We know what we know. And we're learning as we go, just like hopefully all of you. But. We're, we're not experts. So. That was part of the journey. That's why we were doing it. Exactly. So it's nice to hear from some folks. Well, there you go. I did get some feedback um, from our uh, last episode. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about our stories from you know high school and whatnot. And my friend Ron Coleman listened to the episode. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, he pointed out that he hasn't been the AD at Trico for seven years. Wow. He's, yeah, he's, I think he's uh, a principal now. You were a little and, behind uh, the time there, buddy. Uh, you know, it is. It, Way to keep up with your friends. And, you know, it is what it is. Uh-huh. You, know, you know me. I'm oblivious to most things. Uh, it's true. And uh, and <laughs> he was. he actually brought up some other stories that, uh, you know, he thought I was going to talk about when, when I, you know, started in on it. And the one most notably was uh, back in high school when, and Chris even brought this up when we were shooting the other day, um, about how we used to make party joints. Now You've talked about those before. Have I talked about those? Yeah. Where we rolled up the, uh, the straw, straw in the, and all that. In Yeah, the, you talked about yeah, that on the podcast In the, the uh, grocery before. bag. Yeah. Yeah, those those were the days, man. And we weren't, it, you say party joints and everybody thinks you're, you know, we're talking about pot. No, we literally rolled up straw in a, you know, nope. bag from a grocery store. I remember distinctly sitting right here in this chair as you told that story yeah. one time. I circle back. I'm getting I, old. I, I know. I forget things. Your dementia is showing. <laughs> it really is. <sighs> but, well, that's fun. So did he appreciate the friendly reminder of the time that you lit his stuff on fire? <laughs> or tried to blow his hand <laughs> off blow his and, hand uh, <laughs> you know, lit God. everybody else's stuff on fire? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> He even told me, he goes, he goes, dude, I was only 65 pounds back then. I, yeah, I was hungry. <laughs> I oh thought it was pretty God. funny. Man, if he was only 65 pounds, that wouldn't have blown just his hand off. You might have actually, like, just straight up killed the kid. Taking him out. I think he was, uh, you know, shooting a little low there on the weight. But okay. 
You know, we were about the same size back in high school, and when I graduated, I was 165 pounds sopping wet. I'm literally almost double my weight in, when I graduated, and that's really depressing. Yeah, how's the weight loss challenge going there, bud? Oh, I knew we'd circle into that. <sighs> Should have brought who, it up. You're the one who brought it up. I did. I did. I opened the gate. So um, Weigh-in was Wednesday. Yeah, I gained a pound. I lost a pound. Well, at least we were even on the sticks then, but... Yeah, I cheated a little bit, and I apologize. And you paid for it. I did it. pay for it, yeah. I cheated a little bit, and I didn't No, pay. you want to know who you cheated? You cheated the soldiers. <laughs> Thank you. You well, cheated I, the troops. I like to say the troops because, you know, I was, you know, airmen. So you cheated the troops. Yeah, I don't want to leave the airmen out. Because airmen are not soldiers. Anyway. And neither are Marines. Did you know that? I, I, I did. Yeah, maybe you're seamen. The, oh, God. Anyway. You, you cheated the troops. <laughs> I guess I did, and I kind of feel guilty about that. You should. So I'm gonna have to double down. I'm gonna say you should. So, yeah. yeah, no, I'm down one more. Although that's awesome. I'm so proud of you, man. I, You've held to this a lot better than I have. Oh, it's been rough. I had but leftover I Chinese food tonight, and you ate grapes. I need yeah, grapes and apples and cheese. But no, I need to. Uh, I need to start introducing the exercise into the equation. I think the diet has gotten me so far, but I think now I'm going to start seeing very small losses until I start introducing the exercise. Yeah. So we need to, that's, you know what? Oh my God. I just had the best thought. Oh God. What we need to do is we need to get a wagon set up with a battery so you can have the podcast running and you and I will put the headphones on and our next episode will walk a mile and do the podcast while we're walking, smoking. Nobody needs to hear. Really? <laughs> walking, smoking, and talking. By the end of the episode, it's just going to be you and I wheezing to death. Or one of us pounding the other one's chest. I was going to say, you're going to start doing chest compressions on me about halfway through when I keel over. Oh, thank God I don't have to breathe in your mouth anymore. I think they stopped that. How about we get a tricky track and we can smoke that while we're doing that? That sounds like a fun idea. Yeah, we'll do that. Know. That thing liked it killed me the last time. There you go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I liked that cigar a lot. Actually. Did you really? Yeah, that was that was. I mean, I can't crap on it. It wasn't a bad cigar. Um, it was heavy. Yeah, yeah, heavy is a good word. It was for heavy it. and it had some spice. It was Man, not I, I my cigar. It. No, it was not a you cigar. This is a me cigar. This is a me. Yeah, yeah exactly. This this is a me cigar. Well, there you go, folks. Now you know the Macanudo Cafe is a Jeff cigar. Oh, it definitely is. It's a beautiful little band too with the gold inlay. I like and that. that kind of lime green color. Yep. It's very cool. I'm almost done with it. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm right at the end. I'm getting danger close to the nub here. Danger close. The pepper has maybe picked up just a little bit to where I am starting to taste it off of the actual smoke, you know, the the smoking process, mm-hmm. um, not just the retrohale. So, I mean, it's got a little something to it, but, yeah. it, but it is a very distinctly mild cigar. Yeah. So. Which, again, that's... That's what I enjoy smoking. That's why I saved this to the end. I'm going to let you pick the order for the next pack. Well, but see, okay, but it's not so much pick the order because it's hard for me. I can at the very least pick the first one. But what I'll say is that it's going to have to be kind of fluid because I can't necessarily say, okay, that's the last one. Because you just want it to come organically, unless, unless the last one is a heavy is the heaviest one in the box. Because realistically, you and I, with our schedules the way they've been lately, we're recording later at night, which I think we're more laid back at night. 
I would agree with that. Yeah, I think we get a little more loopy. Because the other night when we were telling stories and we got to laughing so hard, we woke up all the oh, neighbors. Oh, yeah, the neighbors' light. The houses are, it's kind of like tonight. The houses are all around your deck here are all dark, except for just the one right over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the other ones are all dark. And that night when we were laughing our asses off, dude, like lights were popping on in these houses. <laughs> like people are like, you know, starting to wonder what the hell's going on and everything. It was only so, 930. Well, and that's my point. Wasn't like we were out at, you know, one in the morning laughing and like it's that. it's freaking COVID season. It like, is. Like, honestly, what do they have to do the next day? Right. I mean, right. they can't go anywhere. Yeah. Shelter in place. Savages. Bitches. <laughs> Bunch of savages. <laughs> but anyway. yeah, light, lights kicked on. I don't know if they ever realized where we were. I'm pretty sure they assume, you know, with... My neighbors know me enough. I would say your neighbors know you. They know that if it's loud outside at night, that it's probably you. Yeah, so that's a valid point. I am a bit obnoxious. I don't know if that comes across on the podcast. Well, I've officially just finished the Macanudo Cafe. What'd you think overall? Um, it's a little mild for my taste, but it was a good cigar. It just was. I mean, it's a good breakfast cigar. In a yeah, I yeah, it'd be a good starter for me of the day. Yeah, it's it's an early day cigar. It's not one that I would like. Like the fact that it's now twenty minutes to ten, and I've had two other cigars prior to it. Yeah, it should have been the first one that I had. But well, but even with the two that I had, you know, I had the uh, Brickhouse, and then I had the uh, oh the Perdomo. But those are both fairly mild cigars as well. Not, I don't think as mild as this one. Mm-hmm. So they didn't completely blow my palate out. What? And you, you had a couple of little darker cigars. No, I tried to stay fairly mild. Oh, did like you? I said, okay. I had that Cohiba Connecticut, and I had that um, Fonseca uh, Robusto, which that Fonseca was, I think it maybe at best was like a natural wrapper, but or possibly Connecticut. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. But it was that. I'm not familiar with that one. It's the Casada, the Fonseca. Oh, okay, okay. Before they sold it to my father. Yep. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Now. So it's the old Casada Fonseca, and Where'd you um, get that? I've been sitting on that evidently. Uh, apparently, you have. So, but yeah, I, I uh, smoked that, and now with that one, there was a distinct pepper flavor to it. Like as I'm smoking it, to the point yeah. that you know, at various times as I'm driving down here and I'm smoking that thing, I had to, you know, stop smoking it for a minute and take a drink of tea or something to yeah, kind of clear the palate oh what you know what gator needs to bring the harshness i need to dole it out all right well folks it's time now for gator to dole out the harshness yes so today i went through taco bell and you know what it's my own fault because karma sticking to the diet there bud karma yeah but i actually ate what would be healthier choices at taco bell for lunch but what is a healthy choice for taco bell Oh, dude, they have the they have a healthier menu. What, what with lighter things? But what did you get? I had three soft tacos. Okay, right. which well, is, I mean, it's you not know, the, it's not the worst thing. But. Yeah, and two created Mexi melts. Uh, that that was probably the okay. killer. But anyway, but I digress. So earlier in the day, I was picking on Nick because he was having a really bad day today, and he was talking about going there. He was trying to buy tea at um, Starbucks. And the one Starbucks had a line that extended out about a mile and a half. Yeah, because, okay, folks, I like iced tea. It's like my thing. And so I, I, there are some places where you can go that have really good iced tea. I mean, McDonald's tea is pretty bleh. 
And I don't like the fountain iced tea, like the instant oh, tea. I oh, I hate I that. I hate that so much. You've heard me ask at drive throughs before, do you have real iced tea or is it that fountain crap? Yeah, yeah, and so I like good iced tea. And sometimes, you know, I like to treat myself and go to Starbucks and get an iced tea oh, from them. Oh, their black tea's outstanding. Out, their iced tea is really good. Yep. It's a little, It's. I mean, you're paying three seventy five or whatever for a large iced tea, but... You know, realistically, it, it's what it is. But the line at this first Starbucks was all the way around the building and out onto the street. And so I was just like, there's no way I'm sitting through that. Yep. So then I decided to go to the other Starbucks in town and it was shut down and they were directing people to the <laughs> Starbucks that I was just at that had the giant line. So I made fun of Nick and I said, well, dude, go to Sonic. I said, the only problem is now that you've searched for this tea so long, they're going to end up giving you a sweet tea instead of an unsweet tea. And they didn't. They yeah. didn't. They were good. But, so that brings me back to my harshness. So I go through Taco Bell, not more than 20 minutes after I was picking on Nick about getting a sweet tea, and Taco Bell gave me a sweet tea, and I was five miles down the road when I took my first drink, and it was like syrup. That's disgusting. Oh, it was thick. It's disgusting. Yeah. I'll tell you, nothing's worse, though, than when you go through McDonald's and you order an iced tea. And they give you a sweet tea by mistake. Yep. Because it's just like instant diabetes. Yeah. It's I sugar mean, water. That's all it Mc is. McDonald's, it, it, this is scientifically known. There's an, it, it, there is more sugar in a McDonald's large sweet tea than in two Snickers bars. Wow. I mean, that stuff is just pure sugar. Yeah. So. Well, this stuff today was syrup. Yeah, that's, that's, and it was, that's and gross. I immediately had Wait, to call Nick and tell him that karma bit me in the ass. And I'm not even really that big of a fan of Taco Bell tea, because typically it's the instant crap. No, they, they actually have real tea, but oh my God, Ugh. is it sweet. Yeah. Mm, Taco okay. Bell's not too bad. I'll tell you who has good tea, McAllister's. Yes, yes they do, and Chick-fil-A. Yep. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who else. That's Sonic's always a good choice. Sonic, McAllister's, Chick-fil-A, Starbucks. What is that big Starbucks cup that you get? It's the giant one. I, I had to memorize this order because, heaven forbid, they actually use real size names at Starbucks. <laughs> when I order a large, I'd get, like, what is the equivalent of, like, a medium. So, and, and I would get crap for it because apparently a large is not a large there either. But I, I get the Trenta, Trenta. Iced, Trenta Iced Black Tea No Sweetener. There you go. That's and it's good. It. That's how I have to remember. Their, their black tea, tea at Starbucks is is probably the pinnacle of teas. And I'm, I, I, I drink a lot of coffee and I drink a lot of tea. And nothing's worse than getting a bad cup of tea from somewhere or a glass of tea. It's just, just horrible. Yeah. When it's been sitting around a day or two extra, you know what I mean? It's You can always taste it. It's got that like flavor to it that's just off-putting. It's disgusting. Yeah. So yeah, oh, yeah. Old, old tea is gross. There's man. my harshness. Please, for the love of God, if you're waiting on me at a restaurant, don't hand me a sweet tea. I don't want it. Well, now, I'm, I don't live in Georgia. I don't live in Alabama. I live in Illinois. We're well, Yankees. And I'll say, that is a really good point. The, this whole sweet, unsweet classification for tea, it really should be sweet and plain. You ha Yeah, you have a trick to that. You do that. I Yeah, when I order through a drive-thru and I order a tea... I will, and they'll say, "Do you want it sweet or unsweet?" I'll say, "Unsweet, plain," because I want them to hear plain, because I think they understand that better than unsweet. Because with those squawk boxes, you don't know if they're catching that un, that one syllable that makes all the difference. I ordered the tea at the window, and it was not through the box, and I still got the sweet tea. Well, 
then it was very you're dealing with a moron then very disappointing you're just dealing with she a was moron. a lovely young lady she just gave me sweet tea and it wrecked my day you know what you do you pull back to that taco bell you go up to the window you knock she opens it and smiles oh i'm sorry sir did you need something and you throw that sweet tea back into your face that's when you scream fire in the hole and that's when you say, <laughs> this was supposed to be unsweet. <laughs> did you ever see, I, you know, I always reference the office. Did you ever see when Dwight did that? And he pulled up and screamed fire in the hole and threw the shake in there and they made him come in and clean it up. I don't know if I know oh, that Oh, it's one. awesome. And he goes in and he's cleaning it up. <laughs> this kid in the window screams fire in the hole and throws a, a shake at him and it hits him and goes all over him. And he goes, joke's on you. They make you come in and clean it up. And the kid just drove off. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh fire my. in the hole. Fire in the hole. So anyway, well, this cigar we're smoking, or I'm still smoking. You've already burned through yours. Comes from mymonthlycigars.com. Yes, and my monthly cigars is a premium cigar subscription service where you can have boxes of cigars sent to your home every month, and they have a variety of size boxes. We get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for thirty dollars. They also have the Presidente box, which is eight cigars which would be two of each of the cigars that are in the Robusto box, for $50. And that's a good one if maybe you want to share uh, some smoking time with your dad or your brother or a friend or something like that. Or as Jeff likes to say. Hoard it. And so anyway. And there's an MSRP guarantee on the box, which states that all the cigars in the box, the MSRP of those sticks is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. So I think for April it was a $42 MSRP total but it was only 30 bucks so you saved 12 bucks by doing it that way i enjoyed the april box well there you go i'm looking forward to seeing what comes out uh for may yeah the may box is the anniversary box right uh this will be the last one for the uh first year of my monthly cigars come out here in may so yeah so i think it's going to be a pretty big box but you can sign up for My Monthly Cigars over at MyMonthlyCigars.com. And when you do so, make sure you use offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T, and that will get you free shipping on your first box, or it'll get you 20% off any of the items in their online store because they have an online store that offers cigars and various accessories and that kind of fun stuff. Cool. Yep. And uh, as we uh, roll up to the finish here, how do people reach out to us? We're available on social media, on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and you can always reach out to us through CigarPulpit.com, which is where you can sign up for our free email newsletter when, you know, I eventually put one out. When we have things to put in it again. And so by signing up, by signing up for the newsletter... That's how you get entered to take part in our weekly giveaways, where we give away cigars courtesy of Martinez Cigars on our Tuesday shows. So Those Martinez Cigars are well worth signing up for this. As long as you're you on You want to win those things. As long as you're on the list, you are entered to win. We had a nice talk the other night with Dave from Martinez. Yeah, we did talk with Dave from Martinez uh, last night, actually. Yep. Talked great, about great the, guy. Talked about the process for how we're going to do the... Uh, the cigar pulpit cigars and get the blends picked out and everything like that. Does he have any idea how excited we are about I, this? I hope so. I mean, we keep telling him, but let me tell you, folks, you're going to be a part of that whole process. So, so we're gonna we're gonna try and be as open and and transparent about how we're choosing all of this as possible. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you're going to see kind of how this process works of 
of them making up a variety of different blends and sending them to us. And then we're going to smoke like four cigars at the exact same time, kind of saying, hey, we like the way this one started, but we like the way this one ended and that sort of thing. And then uh, we'll send that those notes back to Martinez and then they'll ship out another shipment of tester cigars. And we kind of say, OK, we're getting closer, you know, and that sort of thing. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm really, really excited about this. I don't, like I said, I don't know if they realize how jazzed we are about this, but this is really cool. I they're pretty excited about it too. Yeah, I know they are. So it's uh, it's going to be a good time. So that means again, when the time comes, we really need everybody to buy them. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Uh, try know, them out. Try them out. Yeah, exactly. please. We, it, I mean, we're going to put in the effort to make sure these are really good quality smokes. We are putting in the man hours. Well, because, you know, we're putting our names on them. We yeah. want to make sure that they're good. So Absolutely. Yep. And I, I have not smoked a bad stick from Martinez Cigars. I have, I just haven't. I haven't had one. Yep. Good quality. I'm looking forward to it. Yep, I am too. So, Nicholas. Yes. Anything else for the good of the group? I think I'm good. Are you good? I'm good as always. All right. Well, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Stay safe and stay smoky.